Let's Roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for ranks, flanks, and kings of war. as they delve into the world of Panathor and bring you worldwide coverage of all things Kings of War. All right, we're back. It is, what is it? Is it Friday? Friday. 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 And I'm with two of the four Temple Brothers. Now, I've never met the fourth Temple Brother, but is it a black hole if three show up at an event? Because usually it's only two. Right. Well, the last time all three of us were at a major event, uh, COVID hit like two months later. So good luck, everybody. I don't know what that's going to do. Uh, yeah, because that wasn't Indie Storm, was it? it? It was. It was Indie Storm, but <laughs> yeah. like the last and tournament. You actually, you actually killed Indie Storm, right? Because it never came back. Uh, yep, yep. Yep. That was the yeah. last. Not only the COVID hit, you, you put it out of business. It is now Hoosier Storm. Exactly, and that's just a one-off thing that Mike did, or is he going to do it next year? Uh, we're planning on next year. We got a, we go up to the uh, fairgrounds up by, um, I believe it's Lebanon, Indiana, and uh, perfect space, open, lots of tables, and nothing else. So fantastic! Fantastic. I am talking to the Temple Brothers, and uh, free, I, I play both you guys. I know I may play you a couple times. I know I played you at least once. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys bring in for Kings of War this weekend? You want to start, Marshall? I'm bringing my undead. And they're so. sweet because tell tell us about the theme and the and the the basing. It's evocative. Uh, it's, yeah, it I, tells a story. I, I decided to go all mantic, so everything. Give me some. Give me some. Yep. Like, uh, I, and you did too, right? You're, oh yeah, all mantic. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know what it is, but if they make the models, I I typically like the models. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just because I like the armies that happen to have good models. I'm not sure. It's possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's dungeon themed. So I used a lot of their dungeon sets from the terrain. How much crate. did you guys buy any of the crazy boxes for terrain? No. Have you been to the Mantic booth? Yep. Oh yes. And did you spend some money? Oh yes. You have to. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you're like, they're like, oh, buy a ambush box. Give me five extra dollars, and I'm going to give you the rulebook. Mm-hmm. Or you want every boat in the fleet? Give me 120 bucks, and there's the fleet. So it's hard, oh, it's hard to beat some of the prices. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's in your army? 2,300 points. Uh, yeah. I know you got vampires because you love your vampires. Uh, and your ghouls, zombies. Uh, mostly zombies, yeah. lots of whites. Um, I remember. You so. flank charged me a couple times with them. They're pretty rough. Some revenant calf, yeah. I remember absolutely. those guys too. And you got that cool basing. Is it is it resin cat? What, what are mm-hmm. you using? Resin? Yeah, we uh, resin basing from uh, using a resin printer. Yeah. And, uh, so you're 3D printing basically dungeon tile mm-hmm. stone. Yep. St- dungeon floor tiling, but you had some walls and stuff too, right? Yeah. So, so you're giving the impression of a building. Right. So I actually brought a very basic. Uh, I love that your brother's giving you like, he's like, look, I'm a pro now. Yeah. Yeah. Get a little closer to Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I well, he gets on YouTube and it really, let's be fair, his daughter is the star. That's true. That no is kidding. True. I now have walls. So I have a very basic and the plan is in the future to make it even better and have like a whole dungeon theme. I can't wait to uh, see going, it. You need so. to have like I mean, I suppose you, in that in that theme, you could even have, like, a dungeon underneath. Mm-hmm. And you could have other armies, units, which could be, I guess, zombies or something. Right. You could have, like, a man's, you know, just, like, nasty-looking oh, yeah. whatever. No, it's... I've, There's I've a got lot some of cool plans. stuff. There's a lot of cool stuff. And then, obviously, Matt, he's won multiple awards for his painting. <laughs> and you brought back the Abyssals, right? The Forces of the Abyss. Yep. So. The, and, and green. Why green? It's, like, a lime green, bright green, snot green, whatever you want to call it. It is not red or orange. 
with black, <laughs> which is like, oh, look at that. There's an original-looking color scheme for Abyssal. Yeah. Well, the the skin is purple, but uh, it's with the green accents because, you know, purple and are green. The green. Are the flames green? Flames are green. Okay, that's yep. what yep. I'm thinking of. So, uh, yeah, very much on the opposite ends of the uh, color wheel, you know, complementary, all that kind of fun stuff. But uh, I do have a little bit of a, a, an addition this year. Um, I've got a brand-new display base. It's um, not the big cave? I love the cave, but the problem with the cave is you can't, you have to like crouch down and look, and it was hard to see. Mm -hmm. So I've got a uh, basically a, a, a demon of the abyss lord sitting there pointing out on a throne, okay, forces go. Right. Um, put some uh, light up rocks. I've got some stuff in there. So a little more, uh, a little more flashy, a little more exciting, I think, uh, for everybody to see. Plus, you can actually see my army, and that I helps. think that's going to help. That so. helps. It helps a lot. <laughs> what is in your list? Do you know your list by heart? Um, I, I can most of it. Uh, I can do by heart. I know I've got uh, five, or sorry, sorry, three regiments of uh, zombies. Uh, you know, very basic mm -hmm. chaff. Throw them out there. Uh, two wraith units. Two uh, revenant cav uh, units. Each of them have items on it to help mm -hmm. them out. Uh, and then three whites, uh, hordes, mm -hmm. so, you know, the heavy hammers. After that, we move into the heroes, necromancer that's kitted out, uh, revenant king, standard bearer so it, and with a surge on it, and then uh, the uh, undead, uh, or the vampire lord on Pegasus, which is my ogre with wings. Mm -hmm. So, oh, uh, my gorblight. How so. could you forget the Gorblight? Oh, especially well, that Gorblight. It's a cool well, model. Well, it, so... No? All right, I, what do we got? Uh, my actual Gorblight I have downstairs. I put it in Brush with Death. Okay. So I'm bringing my alternative model, Yeah. which was supposed to be used for, I guess it's Hoosier Storm Hoosier now. Storm. Hoosier Storm. Hoosier Storm. Did you had like a monster or something you could mm -hmm. bring? Right, yep. same base size. So I'm bringing Zombie NATO as my Gorblight. Zombie NATO. Zombie NATO. So is it a tornado? It's like with Sharknado flying with, out? with zombies. Oh, man. Yep. It's I, sweet. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. Uh, what'd, you make, what'd you make the uh, tornado out of? Uh, it's resin. It's 3D printed. And it's all Mantic zombies Just throughout. coming out. Yeah. That's amazing. So it, it's fun. See, I like, you're just like so professional. You just know what you have in your list. <laughs> your brother Matt's got to pull up his list and actually know what he's got in it. Which is funny, because this is the same list I brought to the last two tournaments, but I'm like, okay, wait a minute, what did I do this time? Exactly. So what's in your Forces of the Abyss list? All right, so a horde of Abyssal Ghouls, two hordes of Molochs with the uh, Despoiler Champion, because I don't know if you can take it otherwise, I mean, really. But it comes that way. Yeah, basically. Uh, two Tortured Soul Regiments. Kind of as you do. Uh, two Croneuses or Croneuses or... We don't how, have a professional... Yeah. Only Basilea or Basilia. Basilia. That we have a, a, a official pronunciation. Maybe you should... What is your pronunciation? Uh, to me, it should be uh, Cronei, but I don't know. Well, because you have two of them. True, right. That's yeah. my thought. Cronei. Exactly. I like it. Uh, Seductress, Gnome Glass Shield, again, as you do. Three Warlocks. This is kind of... Uh, kind okay. Of the, the meat that of guy. The, all right. All so right. first one... Uh, Veil of Shadows, because elves. Uh, second one, Barkskin. That, oh my gosh. I, I started using that. It is so good on Abyssals. Like, oh. Well, they're not. Abyssals are the only defense four, right? Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just makes sense. It just makes sense. Yeah. Uh, when, when you have an army that is all about regen, 
if you can add one, you just got to survive punch. Yeah, exactly. Especially this list because it. Right. Uh, third one, Scorched Earth, very much once again Dude, going that, with... Dude, that is the most underrated spell oh. in the game oh, yeah. because, number one, you can use the Conjurer Staff on it, which five. is huge. The second thing is, nothing worse than someone that's hitting on fours knows they're going to fives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, no, I was counting on fours. And now you're like, well, sorry, bro, you're hitting up on us. And it's 18-inch range, and it's really hard to miss. Mm-hmm. Even I found, you know, hitting on threes. Well, now you're hitting on four, so, yeah. well, I've got 18 attacks. Well, you're hitting nine now. Okay, that that it's, really starts to yeah, change less, that map. Right? Like, it's, it's a big deal. And yeah. it makes the, when it swings, the swing is less. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then probably the weirdest thing for me, um, if, if you listen to the uh, Abyssal Army review, I talked about, man, yeah, the... the I just can't figure out how to use the uh, formation. But you figured it out? I figured out how to use the formation. (laughs) Um, Literally, as I was going through all that stuff for that podcast, I'm like, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. And then it started clicking. So I've got, um, it's a regiment of lower abyssals, which are meh, but they are unit strength three. So you got a regiment. I can go park it somewhere and go, you got to put significant into my 125 point unit Um, and then the horde of lower abyssals with uh, Hans sanguinary scripture so they have life leech one now and then the despoiler champion with the aura life leech two infantry only so that horde I keep him nearby is sitting at life leech three plus regen then you got the Corneas nearby yeah you better throw three units into that thing or you're not going to pop it. And, and if you're in three units, there's other units are surviving because of that. Exactly. You're three units into my 210-point unit. Okay. Absolutely. Sounds good. So um, I actually won a one-day tournament with a version of this list. Look, and he's bragging now. Fourth Marshall place bragging. another one. It's weird. I mean, I think he has the right to. Oh, so. all right. <laughs> Brotherly love. My brother wouldn't yeah. support me like I mean, that. My brother would be like, yeah, he's a... Uh, I don't no. think I've ever actually beaten you yet. I haven't beaten you, but I've come close. You, you but I've not beaten you. You beat me at uh, Sword of Kings. Oh, that was <laughs> right. Sword of yeah. Kings. But I was using Kingdom's Men, right? Because Kingdom's Men. No, no, that no. was Ratkin. That was Ratkin. Ratkin. I did beat Ratkin are good. Ratkin are in a good place They're, right now. Well, not not for how I play. <laughs> I love my Ratkin, but how I play, they don't work for you me. You know, what do you guys think of who's going to be here at this event? It's a pretty good list of it, people. I think we have around 45 players. It's good turnout, but... It, the quality is high too. Oh man, yeah, no. Uh, this this tournament's always one of the fun ones because you're looking at it going. Oh well, they could win. They could win. They could win. They could win. I mean, there's 20 people here probably that if they won, I won. I would be like, oh cool. Not like, oh that's a surprise. So mm-hmm. um, again, fantastic competition, and uh, I can already get looking at a couple of armies over there already. It's like, boy, boy, the uh, paint is super good mm-hmm. here, too. So yeah. it's going to be pretty fun. There's, there's going to be some pretty... There's good painters coming. Oh, it's going yeah, to be a great a great event. Yeah, it's Most good, certainly. a good event. So it, it's always fun to see, uh, for me, to, to look at the Kings of War armies and see the paint quality and the, the display quality, and then to go to some of the other areas and go, yeah, that's okay, good. they're okay, Sorry. and yeah. then come back here and go, Oh man, our our well, it definitely tells a story, so right? High. It's much more dioramic. Yes, mm-hmm. if yes. that's a word, I don't know, but it's a word now. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna put you on the spot, Marshall. Okay. Who's gonna win the event, Adepticlash 2023 at Adepticon? Ooh. Who's gonna win it? Give me a winner, and then give me one a dark horse that has a chance if things fall his his or her way. 
See, my problem is there's a bunch bunch of folks I have never met. Well, then you just so got to pick. You just got to pick from who you know. Uh, you know what? Okay. And if you uh, go with your brother, that's fine. You can let, be a homer. Let's go with uh, Dave Baker. Dave Baker, uh, playing Salamanders. Yeah, at the top. And you know, let's go with Donnie as my Donnie like. Coach? He could yeah. sneak in and. Donnie's take it. got some dirty, dirty. Yeah, he, no, he's good. I, is he playing goblins again? Yes. Yeah. So the goblins are never. You can't bet yeah. against goblins. Yeah. Same question to you, Matt. Uh, I'm going to go with Steve Malone as my, uh, again, there's like 20 people I think could win this. So is he the the dark horse then? I'm going to go with, I think he's going to win it. He and his rats are just mean. And he knows how to run them. He knows how to play them. So it would not shock me at all. Um, And then who's your dark horse? Like, hey, this person just needs a little bit of luck and they can make it happen. Mm, That is a tough one. You know what? So it's going to sound uh, kind of weird. Uh, Grace Patterson. So not only is her army just gorgeous, but it is just is it terrible. Twilight Kin? What is it? Uh, no, it's uh, Night Stalkers and um, oh, what, what's Bloodworms? Two legions. Oh yeah, yeah so Bloodworms. Bloodworms. Uh, again, if she if she gets the right matchups, you get a little luck here and there. She's a very good player. Uh, I, I you know I could totally see her winning five and oh elves. Okay, here we go. And right. I mean that would be. She's nice too. She's nice to play against. Oh, yeah. awesome! So, well, that's cool. What <laughs> else are you guys doing this weekend? You're just here Friday, just hanging out, buying, spending lots of money at the Mantic booth. Mm-hmm. Yep. What else are you guys? You, you guys gonna make any of the purchases? You can buy an airbrush, a new airbrush. You can buy a new paint range. So uh, I picked up the Artist Opus uh, dry brush. Uh, again, if you watch my YouTube, you get to see my daughter use my other dry brush set, and it never recovered. So. Right. So <laughs> it, it, it's the makeup style, these ones you purchased? Yeah. yeah. And is it a set, or is it? Uh, I went ahead and bought the set. And Just, is it super expensive? Is it super cheap? Uh, so 85 bucks For three which, brushes? Uh, I think it's four brushes. So not, I mean, it's a little up there. I mean, you'll have to come back in like six months and be like, yeah, because I mean, dry brushes in general take yeah. a beating, right? Yes. But definitely. if you say, if you're taking care of them and, and they maintain and they mm-hmm. last, then it's like, well, maybe it was worth the extra. I mean, it's like I use Windsor Newton mm-hmm. Series 7, and like people are like, yeah, it's a $25 brush. Four years later, yep. it's still pretty good. Four years later, I might, it might transition to more of a base coat. But when you can paint an eyeball with a number three brush, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, it's all about the tools. But if you don't take care, like, if you're not going to take care of the tools, right. then don't buy good brushes because you're just going to ruin them. You're just going to waste a lot of money. But if you're willing to put in the time to, to have, like, a, a sharpened knife, mm-hmm. what other purchases you guys got? Marshall's probably got some money to be spent. Oh, I, I've already spent a bunch. Um, I'm trying to switch up my paints because... What do you switch? Let's talk about uh, paints for a minute. What are you, what are you mm-hmm. using today? So, normally, I've been using Army Painter. Yeah, okay. Nothing wrong with Army Painter. It works fine. Right, yeah. and that's what I've always been told. It's like, it just, it works. It's just a regular your, paint. It just works. It's yeah. your base. It's good. But everyone keeps saying, like, hey, there's some better, some, you know... So, I went with Pro Acrylic. The, the, the Monument brand. Hobbies? Yeah, I think that's Did them. you get the sweet what? backpack? No, I didn't. I Holy just, crap. It's, it's like 200 so bucks. Cool. So I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a color theory think? class. I'm sitting down, and I think I'm all, yeah, that's cool. I got my wet palette. And dude walks oh, in with yeah, his black right, bag, and I'm like, whatever, bro. He sets it down. He opens it up, pulls out a light, pulls out a wet palette, and there's all these paints in front of it. I'm like, what the hell is this? It's literally like a walking paint studio on your back. Mm-hmm. On your back. We're just joined by Felix Castro. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> the half, so paint, the half, paint studios on backs. Got it. Yeah, so we're talking about Monument Hobbies. They have the Pro okay. Acrylic range. And I, they have I may this, have just bought some more. 
Pro Curls. Let me check out the pot. I want to look at the pot. I want to. I'm a so so Marshall. You you were a Army Painter guy. Now you're transitioning to Pro Curl. Well, I'm many, transitioning to other paints. What to try colors? Them out. What colors? Uh, or not what colors? How many colors does Pro Acrylic have in the range today? Because that's one of my concerns. Like I want one like three four hundred. I want some colors. So I just went with the base set. So it's like I think it's like twelve colors. And how much is a, tw- a base set? It was a hundred bucks. But what does that I'm break down to? Uh, Matt, what, Matt, um, what, how much is that? A bottle. That's a lot of math. I don't. Is that five dollars a bottle? Four dollars. What is that? It's seven eight. Yeah, it's something seven, like seven, eight. But, Twelve paints for a hundred bucks. But if I'm correct, they're taller than the the, the, the ones that we. Yeah, I mean they're they're more than seventeen ounces, right? They're I think so. Milliliters. Yeah, I think they're twenty two mil. milliliters. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And how are the tops on them? They twist. All right, but the cap looks like it has an O-ring or a liner. Right, but it's a, it's a twist. You're it's a twist. Oh, so you okay. twist the top. Oh, I like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. So it might not clog. Does it automatically have the thing like the like the old Elmer's glue where it pops up? Yep. To keep it from clogging. Yes. So what it, what what happens when in oh, the actual nice. use is it'll it'll get a when you pop it up to close it it'll make a cap. Seals so when you, when you and then you pop off that. How little. many colors are, are in the range right now? Hang on, I'm looking that up. It's like more than seventy-two. Okay. All right. You guys may have just screwed me over. Because I was like, I mean, I'm a Reaper guy. I like Reaper, but I always like paint. So Reaper's pretty good. I've got a few Reapers, and yeah. I do like those that I'm using. The Monument Pro Curl stuff's more kind of like Vallejo, Vallejo in terms thicker? of their... It's about the thickness of Vallejo okay. versus Reaper's. I like Reaper's how he's like, look at me, I speak Spanish. Vallejo. So, all right. So, Marshall is using today Army Painters moving to Pro Curl. Like, what are you using, Matt? So, I... I mainly use I use Reaper for usually uh, skin or cloth or uh, things like that. I have started you. I actually last year bought the Pro Acrylic uh, box, and I have pretty much started using that, uh, especially with my Goblin Army that I'm working on. The green, the yellow, it blends like super well. They have, well. Transpar- they have transparent colors too, from what yeah, I understand. They do. Yeah, yeah. Was saying it's pretty good. Yeah, Their metallics are pretty good. I like the Viejo metal colors better. Mm. But the ones I've heard from Pro Curl are pretty good yeah. Yeah, in yeah. terms of the silvers and coverage. And so you're, like that. are you staying with Reaper, or are you going to be moving more to the Pro Acrylic, or what um, are you going to do? So pretty much I'm using mostly Pro Acrylic now. Again, I'm trying to kind of up my, my painting game a little bit, do yeah. a lot more blending, a lot more of that kind of stuff, which, again, Goblins was like the worst army for me to Well, you're not going to be blending that, 200 models, right, if you want to get it done this year. Yeah, okay. no kidding. But, um, no, I, but I've if re- you want that best painted trophy. Right, that's, that's the thing. Well, there's a difference. You could either go for player's choice, which doesn't have to be painted. You just right. can make a cool display board. Right. Or you could go with this painting. And what about that's you, true. Felix? I mean, you're obviously yes. you're, you're all about the pro acrylic. Uh, pro acrylic, but also scale like Always got to have the new stuff. Is that what it is? At what yeah. point does the murder basement have no more room for stuff? Probably. It's pr- probably about five months ago. Okay. But, uh, you know, <laughs> buying it anyway. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of pro acrylic. Actually, it's funny. I was telling Marshall earlier, I think I actually bought Pro Curl when they had just kickstarted it. Because it's still the old 17 mil bottles that I bought the set for. Because I was talking to Austin Kerrigan one time. I said, hey. He uses Pro Curl. Yeah. Right? So I was like, so hey. Pro Painter like that. Right. Yeah. I was like, hey, I got, you know, t- tell me for Christmas presents for me, for myself. And I was like, what do you suggest? And he said, Pro Curl. These guys just kickstarted and I really like their paints and blah, blah, blah. So I ordered the, the starter box from the Kickstarter and I've. I've really liked them, but I also like Scale 75. They're, they're different, right? So Scale right? 75 is, I think the Scale 75 stuff, very matte. I like Which their is gel, fine, I like their gel me- medium that they use, and then I like that it's matte, you know. Uh, the Pro Curl stuff, not as matte, you know, so you get a little bit of gloss, but it's not like super gloss or whatever. Right, so. right. Um, and I also like the fact that their colors are 
fairly simply named. In yes, there bright green. Yeah, yeah. there's bright green, pale green. Well, so we brown. have three guys that are converted over to pro acrylic, which is interesting. <laughs> and there's so many other paint ranges out there, not getting any love. You know, right. but you're, you only have eyes for monument hobbies. Well, I mean, also that I also have scale seventy five. Scale seventy five. Still yeah. got some of the GW, most of the contrasts and stuff like that. Yeah. I got some army. Have you guys been using stuff? the army painter air paints or army painter speed paints? I've been using both of those. Yeah. So I like for my her, for, I don't airbrush, but from what I heard, the air the air paints are pretty good for army painter. They are pretty good. They're pretty good for like what I'll use it for is just to, if I want just to get a large area done quickly, just boom, boom, boom. Exactly. And then go after it. And also some just a horror for paints. This is the Vallejo Express Color, which is, is that their... contrast? That's their kind of contrast. And the Skill so. 75 is Instacolor. I think right. at this point, everybody's got... Everybody, yeah. Everybody's jumping in on the... Uh, yeah, but so this is their... And I saw this used, I think it was uh, Angel Geraldes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, he's uh, a Vallejo. No, it was Juan Hidalgo used this one. It was just like, I'm like, holy crap. Like, I think Juan, I think uh, Angel Geraldes did as well. Like, I was like, holy well, crap. Mean, it like, would make sense if the Spanish painters use a Spanish paint company. Right. right? But yeah. I think they like lock those guys in dungeons until they can learn to paint really well. Because like I've yet to see really Spaniard. I had a class you know, color theory with a Spanish player, a Spanish painter, and it was yeah, his English was great. His English was okay, but his painting was exceptional. Right. As I say, I think they just you know, keep him in chains until they learn to like. You know. It's interesting because <laughs> he blew my mind a few things. But one of the things he said was said like uh, essentially, grays, browns, whites, and blacks are not colors. Right. They're just you, you mix them in, but you they're don't. Tones, they're tones. Yeah. yeah, you don't. You don't. That's not your color. Yeah. Color theory. Cyan, C magenta. Exactly. Is yeah. what he talks about. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the a, yellow gets you the warm, the cyan gets you the cold, and the magenta can go either way. Well, I took a, a Vince Venturella class last night. How'd that go? It was Good. late though, right? Huh? Was it the late one? Did you? Take? Yeah, the nine thirty to eleven thirty. You're a hardcore, bro. I can't. St I mean, I can stay up that late. That's but why I feel like it's. I feel like it's like the end Sunday of a GT already because mm. I'm just white. But yeah, it's like it's funny because they gave us. He gave us like the six colors to work with, and like one of them was like a, a green. I'm like, well, is the green warm or was the green cold? Uh, more cold. It's like a right because I mean that's one of those colors that could go either way. Right, right? but it's, it's like, like, but I'm like, we're painting faces. Like, what is green? Like orcs? Well, no, it's not even that because we're we were painting Caucasian faces. But uh, you talk about because red and green are opposite sides of the color wheel. That when they mix, they kind of cancel they, each other they, out. They should go gray. Like Bugman's glow as like the base, but. Towards the end, you use that the two mixes together because I mean your skin is transparent, right? So it's yeah. like it won't have its own color on top of the of that red base. So it kind of looks like a living flesh at that point. But I was just like, it just, just again yeah. blowing my mind. It's, it's funny, like you you hopefully absorb like fifty percent of what they told you, right. showed you, yeah. right? And then you do it again next year, and maybe you learn another fifty percent in stacks. So and maybe by like twenty twenty. Eight, I might be a halfway decent painter, so you know. Right. Well, you, but you know what? What you m maybe lack in quality, you make up for in effort and, qua and <laughs> quantity. Quantity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, quantity has a quality all, all its own. own. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, but people are like, you know, blah blah blah, blah with the halflings. I'm like, well, I just paint this guy to a certain standard. It's like, okay, you get in the pile with the rest of your 125 friends because exactly. that's what's happening. Do you paint them individually? Or you batch paint like batch of five or ten? Uh, batches of five. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I, I, so I find I, if it's too many, too many more than that in a batch, it's like, uh, yeah. So what I'll I do, lose some, it'll be sloppy. I'll, I'll the, the, those wooden tongue depressors. I can glue five to a base. Did you so see the guy down there with the handles for, for spray painting? Mm -hmm. It's like I, we all have, like, the nicer things, but you don't really want to spray paint on those. Right. These are just, like, laved handles for... Really? Yeah, so I, I, I do with those... Um, tongue depressor. The tongue depressors, and I'll just... If I need a rattle can, I'll put a glove on. You know, 
Most of the time, I just take a, an alligator clip on the end of a stick, and I just... <laughs> right. Because most of my models aren't based. I mean, with Kings of War, we're not basing our models. Mm -hmm. You're going to paint the model, and you're going to put it on a base right. that's already painted. Yeah, so a lot of that is just quantity. So that faces class I took yesterday, I'm like, well, I'm Are not using that. Are better because of it? Maybe for my characters. Did you see any improvement? I learned out I'm not, I really suck at glazing. Yeah. That's, uh, glazing's uh, hard. It's tough. Yeah. You could overdo it really quick. You got to do... And I did. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was like, yeah, you did too much. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> it's a filter. You just want a little bit. And if it's right. not enough, add it. It's like a haircut. If you cut right. off too much, that's nothing you can do about it. Right. You can't put it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, mean, so I learned that. But I'm not using that for my halfling. So I mean, swear to God, I got 126 of them. I'm not doing right. like that level of painting on them for the faces but you know maybe if a, a general or something or a commander or a special character sure I'll, I'll, I'll take it to that level to paint up the faces you know. mm, that's fantastic anybody buying we got into paint but is anybody buying anything else well, I bought uh, some Armada stuff so Armada it, yeah it's time what to you, what, what, did, what did you purchase what did you purchase uh, the uh, Kingdoms of Men you bought the fleet cards. Yeah, the fleet cards so and, then, can, and the rule book. And, and the, the rule book, book. yeah. So, and so you got the counters. You're ready to play because all you need now, you already have some black sea ships, right? Yeah, I've got some, uh, yeah, from that, that set. So my plan is to make them look undead <laughs> until they get their own undead line and uh, or ratkin line, either one. So For which one? For the Armada. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, undead and ratkin. Undead would be awesome because you just go, I mean, oh. and it would be awesome to paint because it would just be ghost ships, right? Uh, I well, no, you just have you just have that water. That's 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 where the undead fleet is at the bottom. <laughs> They're under the water. Yeah, it's on, it's oh, at the bottom. Somebody of the ocean. should do boats on the bottom of the sea with like a resin all pour around it. Ooh, so ooh, it's like cool. 3D. It's, it's like, a lot of resin, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not <laughs> about the money. It's not the, it's not the best part about the money, Alan. Well, what did it, you buy? You, you're showing off stuff. Yeah. So this it. is a like a fifty-something mil bust. And you, you just want to paint it? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay, we we all we painted is like twenty-eight, thirty-two mil. Discount because it was dented. Well, it was the last one, so I just got it. We we opened it up to check that everything wasn't oh, damaged. Oh, okay, so, yeah, yeah, excellent, excellent. It's not uh, like so, a tin can that we yeah, just don't I, buy it. I give a crap about the box. It's like, like it's gonna get thrown <laughs> in the bin. So what? You want to be? Uh, you want to become a figure painter or what? No, just to mix it up because, like I said, we paint twenty-eight and thirty-two all the damn time, and it yeah. just gets in a rut. So this is something to, like a, a rut buster, just to you know, paint something different, something bigger, because like. Like I said, for the faces for most of our armies, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, what's funny is whenever you change those sizes, like, the way you paint is different, right? Yeah, and that's what you he was saying. You go big. Because you go even bigger, like, you actually don't have to paint the shadows in on the bangs because, like, it's a, bi it's a big bust. So, like, it's going to naturally get those shadows. Right. Unlike, unlike in a 28 mil. It's there's physically, just, yeah, there's just not enough <laughs> to get shadows off of it. So you have to, you have to paint. The, so he said you're going to have to paint it in on this one. But, like. Right. That's cool. Yeah. He said, like, don't glue the bangs on right away because you have to officially paint in the shadows. So, like, okay, thanks. Nice to know. I need to know that. Thing. We never Sorry. did get your list. What's in your 2300 point halfling list for? A lot of trash. Well, can you be more specific? Are you, like, Marshall? Do you know your list? Oh, okay, he's Matt. He's yeah. Matt. He's going to have to look it well, up. I mean, to well, me. I, I think I know it. I just got to double check if there's missing. Well, the problem anything. is, are they, are the, I think Marshall just plays his list a lot. Well, I, I didn't list all the magic stuff. Well, you got all the highlights. Yeah, right? the main yeah. units were there. In well, mind. You, the point is, you, you, you covered the stuff from memory that mattered. That's right. I've also been playing a variation of this list for the past, like, three, well, two tournaments and then the one I was sick for. Something like that. that was, yeah. This was the same list. It's been a minute. So, so what's in your list? Right. Halfling Felix. Yes. So. If anyone knows me, I love my puns. So the name of the list is actually, it was the best of Shires, it was the worst of Shires. So, 
Very yeah. good. I, I uh, approve. Yeah. Dan King approves. She'll be wearing a bow tie and a bowler hat. <laughs> yeah. So it's got three uh, three hordes of braves, uh, a horde of halfling rifles with fire oil, three regiments of edge grenadiers, three harvesters, the iron beast with the pride of the shires upgrade, a saucer on miniature arrowlets with the inspiring talisman, and then three muster captains on winged arrowlets, one with pipes of terror, one with staying stone, and one with blade of slashing. Amazing. So that is 15 drops, 25 unit strength. That's fantastic. fantastic. What are we hoping for this weekend? You got any, any big hopes and dreams? Anybody you want to meet that you haven't met yet? I mean, I know you guys are all famous, but... Hold on, let me look at the list. <clears throat> I already have these jokers, you know, like Adam Ballard and stuff like that. Yeah. Whatever. I just, you know. A- Adam's welcome, by the way. My second round opponent in the Armada tournament just trashed me. She, <laughs> she got so many points, she went all the way up to play Adam. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, so that one right there. Okay. So that's that top She wrecked thing? me. She she legitimately had eight boats, and she killed all of my warmonger, which is, like, not the biggest, not the conqueror, but the next one down. And she scored, all like, nine points. It was <laughs> bloody. And I didn't kill the boat or score any points, so she won nine nothing. I, I can tell you I don't really have anybody I'm hoping to meet or hoping to play. I've got several I'm hoping not to play. I'm hoping well, not to play Marshall because somehow every tournament we end up playing yep. each other. Yep. And I'm hoping not to play Grace because somehow every tournament we end up playing each other. So it would be really nice to not play the same people again. Absolutely. Other than yeah, that, that's kind whoever. of my deal. But the problem is when you when you when it's a Midwest tournament. We play in the Midwest. Yep. You're yep. going to run into Midwesterners. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's just. Well, awesome, guys. I appreciate the time. We'll have to catch up later this weekend after you guys get some games on your belt and you guys are winning and Marshall's number one and Matt's way down the bottom. Probably. Exactly. Yeah, that, is that like a world? Here. Well, I mean, I'm just thinking it's going to be a bizarre world because we have three of the brothers here. That never That's happens. True. The last time we already talked about it, cataclysmic results. Yep. What I was really sure. hoping would happen is Matt would get number one. Either me or Mark would get counter charge, and then, and then one of us would get spoon. the last. Oh, that, that would, would be, be like amazing. The perfect. That's a temple sandwich right um, there. Yeah, that yeah. Would and be I'm awesome. here for it. But I also Thanks, don't David. want yeah. any of us to lose. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It's gonna be fun. Well, guys, thanks very much for coming on. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yep. Awesome. All righty. Are you the better of the two husbands, or what's of course. up? Yeah. Right. So this is the older brother, Matt. Yeah. And we'll get Mike on at some point. Uh, right. But he's too cool to be hanging out in the Kings of War room. He wants to play soccer, which is fine. Yeah. Is it because he's not good at Kings of War and he's just given up on it? Or it's more about he's got friends that play Saga? And yeah, he's got some local guys in Battle Creek. So nice. Battle Creek, Kalamazoo. They've got like five or six guys that have just played it for a decade. All right. So, Matt, how's your weekend been going so far? I've been going all right. Had a lot of fun at the team tournament. Did you – you played in the doubles, right? Yeah, the, the doubles, doubles. event. You and yep. your brother Mike. Yep. What would you guys bring? Uh, I brought Imperial Dwarfs, and my brother brought Varen. So you brought, like, the bad, I, evil dwarves. I brought the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, not the free dwarf, not the fun no. guys. The ones that have the big behemoths, so yeah. you got to have a lot the big of, A lot of defense six. <laughs> yes. Right. Royal formation. And what did he bring? Uh, Varenger with his... He's been playing Varenger a lot. Yeah. That's Does he guy. only got one army? Uh, he's got, he had Twilight Kin okay. for a while. He's waiting. He's right. He's, he's in waiting. a pad. He's like in that whole, yeah. he's like a few people. Like, I yeah. like the Twilight Kin. Yeah. I'm waiting for the stuff to hit. Yeah. And I was going to do nice soccer's, but I just gave them all to him and he, he painted them up like nice. super quick. Now, is he an airbrush guy or is he a brush, like a traditional brush guy? He's a traditional brush guy. I lent him an airbrush. He hated Did he ruin it? it? <laughs> he did not like it. So what kind of airbrush? What you're? So you're an airbrush guy? Yeah, I'm from like way back. I've been to airbrushing for. A All right, give me the years. tips. What, what what airbrush are you using? 
Uh, I've got depends on depends on the what you're doing. Usually, I've got like an Awada that I've had for like which a one, like a Neo or an Eclipse. The Neo, and yeah. that's just like a .35 needle, something exactly. like that. It's yep, good it's for just like base coating and terrain and whatnot. Yeah, but it, it's just so, so stuff quick. Well, it's funny because I just bought one, okay. and I, I've never had an. I mean, I had a, a Badger airbrush like yep. 15 years ago, yeah. and it was a single-action airbrush. <laughs> it was garbage, no. yep. right? And so, I mean, I didn't know what I was doing back then. I just bought it. It was like, oh, yeah. And then now I took a class, and so now it's like, get the I'm good one, gravity-fed, all that stuff, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. I used to know somebody who worked at uh, Hobby Lobby. Yeah. And they carry... They have, they have, they have, they have. Well, they used to have the coupon, right? Yep. And then I guess before they got smart, you could use it for an Iwata Neo. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly what it. And And we still want to sell, and then also use the coupon, the forty percent off. That was pretty, pretty epic. So what did you pay for that back then? I paid one hundred and ninety dollars today. My wife doesn't listen. (laughs) I want to say I paid like forty, (laughs) forty-five. Yeah, and that was a compressor. The whole thing. Well, that was the that was just a unit, and then the compressor, like a two hundred dollar compressor, you pick it up for like a hundred bucks, eighty bucks. Right, right, right. I've got like three of them. Because I just kept on getting them exactly. while they were on sale. Exactly. Yeah. So you played in the doubles event. Yep. Today you just shopping. Yeah, shopping. Trying to look at some the different games. Obviously, firefight. I picked up models, but I don't. I haven't played it yet. Mm-hmm. I'm and gonna Armada. Armada is the same way. I was so, like, but you had Armada actually. boats before. Yes. So you had the book. You had a dwarf fleet. Because you're a dwarf at heart. Yeah. Exactly. Even though you kind of complained about them in Kings of Warrior, like I need to uh. new. Well, let's start with Armada. What do you All like right. about Armada? Uh, Armada. I just the. The way that the system works, it's just it, it's a little bit more entertaining. Just because I love the, like, and I don't want to call it random because it's not right. it is random in one it is sense. Random, yeah, where the wind hits yeah. to determine initiative order is just exactly. brilliant. Yeah. So if is. you, I mean, I guess you know kind of because it, it only moves clockwise or counterclockwise yep. one part, right? So you can kind of it's either going to be here or there. Yeah. And you can plan for that, but I played a scenario today where the wind's coming from one direction and it yep. pushes you and all my boats got pushed together and they all took damage and yep. some of them sunk. Yep. Which yeah, is without crazy. even like without even interacting with the other army. Exactly lose, right. Lose boats. But it's cool because I was like, you know, it's my own yeah. fault. I'm a dumb admiral who has all these boats together. Spread those things out. I also yeah, so it depends on the scenario. I mean that's a nice thing. The scenarios that's what I they, that's what they added, right? So like you had the black sails. It kind of started with that. And then they added all these really great scenarios to play in the game. and that, So you just got to start learning the scenario. <laughs> That's the problem, though, is I don't... You got to play it. Like everything, you just got to play it out. I've only played a few games. Yeah. And this is like the real... I would honestly say this is like the first real games that I've played. And I was eviscerated is probably too light of a word. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, here's the thing. I, I learned, like, okay, so I'm playing the Kingdom of the Men for which I'm kind of, I don't know what I'm doing, but like feels like I should probably be staying away from their boats and just shooting. But I had a moment. I had a moment, Matt. I think you're going to love this. Two Twilightkin big ships are coming at me. My big bad Mamma Jamma Warmonger, he's a large ship, goes right in between them, shoots left, shoots right, knocks one out. I was like, ah, oh. But then he boarded me and made me surrender. Yeah, exactly. Because still. he hit me with like barbed harpoons and pulled me in. I was like... But you got to hit first. Like, I did. I did punch first, like, but I don't punch what? very good, I guess. <laughs> it's a really dynamic game. To your point, in these in these scenarios we play, it doesn't... I mean, killing the other boats will obviously help you win the scenario in the sense that they have less boats to get tokens or objectives. Absolutely. But that's not the primary mission. The primary mission is to score whatever you're trying to score. Yeah. And I... I like games where you kill can be part of it. Like there can be a kill. I'm sure I don't know. There's a kill scenario like there's in Kings of War. Not really. They don't. Or they don't play it that much. Take too long. Cause exactly. It's just got to be 60 minutes. Well, so. All right, so that's the one gripe that I had. We we played a game in the first round. We started a little bit late. Yeah. We ran out of time. I'm like, I mean, I'm a dummy. I don't know what I'm doing. And you know me. 
50 people come by, I'm talking 45 of them. So, like, I, I felt bad because we only, I only got through, like, two and a half turns. Yeah, exactly. But if you try to do kill, you're going to be there for three hours. Exactly. But in that. one scenario, it was, like, at the end of the game, you you got to be by the coastline to score points. Yep. Well, in that one, like, the first two turns, all we did was full throttle towards the thing, right? So, like, we burned through two turns just like that. Now, turns out, if you don't know what you're doing, you crash and stuff, you hit islands. Yeah, you get, yep. You, you, uh, the... you go aground. So, yes. I got a lot to learn. All right. But I'm, I'm so have you played any games of Armada yet? Not yet. I've read through the book, like, cover to cover multiple times. But yeah, it, that's the thing. It's just getting the, the local scene. We're trying to get, the Michigan Mantic group, we're trying to get more going now, right? COVID, like everything else. Well, back, let me be honest. Back, let's but. be honest. Your state was hardcore lockdown. Yeah. A lot of the game stores stopped carrying tabletop. They're like, we don't even know when we're going to get into it. So they just clearance it out. But then it, it turned into, like, in Grand Rapids, we have Far Harbor Games. And, and just, was, just that's right in Grand Rapids itself? It's Far in Harbor? Grand Rapids, yep. Awesome. And you yeah. live in, we should say, you live in yeah. Grand Rapids. We have UK listeners. Michigan is the state that looks like a mitten. Yes. Right? Exactly. Or a hand. And then yeah. it's got another hand above. It's two peninsulas. Yep. And on the lower peninsula, it's the west coast. Yeah. Southern west coast is where exactly. Matt is the from. Lake Michigan side. Lake Michigan side. Because yeah. it's the Great Lake Pretty State. We got Lake Michigan on the left. <laughs> yep. And we got Lake Huron on the right. Yeah. And we got Lake Superior. And the I guess we touch a little bit on Erie, right? Do we touch yeah. the, the very yeah, Erie, All five of them hit. So, yeah, 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 Huron. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's, exactly. that's awesome, right? Yeah. And your brother lives in that general Battle Creek, but it's generally yeah, the same area. Been a little farther south. south. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So Armada, great game. It's fun. I, I can't wait to play more. In fact, I bought, so you you did the same thing I did. Mantic had a good deal. I bought a yeah. whole fleet, and I'm like, and I already had, we talked about this, I already had other fleets, but I want a different fleet. I don't want, and there's a lot of orc players here. There wasn't as many Pasolane as I would have expected, because those okay. were the two in the starter box. Yep. So I got Varanger. What did you buy? Because you bought some stuff, right? Yeah, I I already have a starter dwarf army, and I have the, the add-on. So you already had just the starter I box, had those, yeah. But I bought more. <laughs> well, you bought another starter box and a booster, yeah. and then you so, bought what's called the essentials box, which right, has the neoprene map and exactly. what? And, and how much is that box by itself? Uh, it's like ninety bucks or something. By itself. By itself. And so you paid a hundred dollars. I paid a hundred dollars, got more boats, and you got two like everything. sixty dollar boxes or yep, something. Exactly. So it's like dumb. Yeah, two hundred bucks worth of stuff for for a hundred dollars. Yeah, two hundred. And then you flipped your mantic. Uh, yeah, my from your mantic overnight twenty dollar yeah, voucher. Exactly. So it was a now, and it was already bucks. yeah. And so the deal was what a hundred bucks. So you paid eighty, and yeah. you're just like you're asking me, well, can I use nineteen <laughs> boats? Yeah, yeah, you could use that many boats. That's the thing. I didn't know there's like a limit. There's not a limit. It's points, right? So if you want to. So in my game here, I think my my instigator, which is like an upgraded medium ship, was thirty points, and then the the warmonger, which is a large ship, I don't know, was it sixty points? And then the brigades, the brigs were, I don't know, something. Yeah. So it just it just points, right? Like just spend the points. Yeah, I might go down and talk to Pat. I might try to get the second army, right? Because like. I was telling my brother likes Twi Twilight Kin. So, you know, 120 bucks. Yep. It's everything in the faction. Yeah. Booster exactly. starter, flyers, yep. uh, and XL ship. Now, to be fair, price it out because the XL ship is very, like, I think Kingdoms of Men is like 110 points. Well, I'm playing a 200 point game. Or maybe it's 90 yeah. points. But the, po the point I'm making is it is an, ex and I think the sh big ship I was using today, the large, was 60 some points. Okay. Right. I, I I, it's hard for me to see where I'm gonna, how I'm gonna feel the 90 point ship or 100 point ship in a 200 point game, yep. unless that's what you want to do. Like, I'll be honest with you, the warmonger was pretty dope. He when he load unloaded on people, it was great. Turns out though, 
even with the veteran crew. You get the scenario. Yeah, you the Twilight King still kid. Once you let them get on board the ship, yep. it's like triples, baby. They just keep multiplying. Yeah. So and that's the problem with dwarves. I, I kind of I want to get a faster. Like I need to get a fast fleet to go because dwarves. We get dwarves and they're and they're just like chugging along. Yeah, so what okay. are you thinking about? You thinking about getting the Twilight King? Yeah, that's, yeah they're pretty totally sweet. Right. I will tell you, right. he's got ships that can like. Ram, he's got ram, like literally have rams on the front of their ships, and then he's got this boat called the Assassin. Okay. Their job is to board and assassinate the crew and get in there. Yeah, the torch don't have anything like that. And they are, they fun. have the equivalent of stealthy too. So okay. when you're shooting them, if you're in certain ranges, you, uh, yeah, you, you, it's it's minus one to hit, nice, which is pretty dope as well. Yeah. Cool. So, all right, so Armada, you're going to buy your brother's fleet. That's really nice of you. I wish you were my brother. You're going to buy him <laughs> exactly. a fleet. Yeah, I'll just buy a fleet. You Are know. you going to paint it, too? Uh, maybe, depending on how... Well, you know, airbrushing, at least the yeah, base coach, you knock it out quick. It's easy imagine. to do airbrushing, yeah. I'll just pump it out. And then if you want special details, you can... So my, my, my goal is I bought this airbrush. I, I, I do not know how to use an airbrush. All right. Taking some classes. I have a Night Stalker army that's all built. I'm going to just learn to airbrush painting this army. So I don't really care if it's like, oh, this is not. Look, I, I just want to get it painted. Yeah. I want to play it. So we're going to we're gonna paint it and hopefully do some cool gradients and learn to do, like, fire effects, ethereal look. You know, so that's the plan. It's hard to tell which one. Are the speed paints a better route or airbrushing? It's going to be. So the CK Studio guy said, do. somebody asked him what air, airbrush paints to use. He said, I actually like Citadel Air. But then he said, so GW's getting rid of it. Yeah. And Speed I, paints are going with. So he so he said, use Army Painter Air is what he told yeah. me to use. Okay. And so that's great because that's like a, I don't want to call it the discount paint, but it's certainly cheaper than a lot of their stuff out there. It is. But yeah, exactly. So that and the, the nice thing with Army Painter stuff though, they have a lot of different colors. You can. Exactly. Can I don't want to so. be mixing paints, dude. Exactly. Five years from now, I'm like I, I have a little journal. I open it up. I don't know. You should, if you don't do this, Matt, you need to do it. Write down how you painted your model, so right. you know in ten years. Because I literally, twelve years later, I'm going back to an army and I'm going, oh, what these colors? are the colors I used, yeah. and hopefully, you didn't put the. There's one gentleman that's been on the show that said every time I use their paints, the company goes out of business or the line goes away. So hopefully, whatever paint you've chosen, they're still around in yeah. X years. Absolutely. But, yeah. Well, Armada's great, and the neoprene mat is cool. And it's, it's, it looks cool on the table, too. That's one thing I think I learned is I, I made a bunch of terrain. It's probably too big. I probably need to go back and make another batch that's more, like, less narrative. It's more like it's the right size. Because it turns out it's really easy to bust your ship up if you're driving. You know, that whole scene from King Kong where they're coming down to Kong Island or Skull Island, in real life, you end up hitting the rocks. And when you end up hitting the rocks, your boat doesn't float eventually. Right. And you get enough yeah. holes in it. So, yep. but I need some sandbars and some other. I mean, I guess that you could use the tokens that come with the book, but that's no, that's not uh, how yeah, that's not yeah, how we exactly. do it, right? Yep, you're a hobby guy. <laughs> so, Kings of War, dwarves. Yep. Why dwarves? I, I've always kind of I played them back in the Warhammer day, right? Just like everybody else. Yeah. You know, that, that was kind of my go-to army. I had them in the Wood Elves, and they're just great. And then. I just like the way, so the biggest thing is the behemoth, when I was kind of getting into it. I love the behemoth model. I've got three of them. I just like to just get them out there. So we're, we're talking about dwar dwarves are a older army. Yes. And they're one of the ones that they were still like, hey, we're going to make these models really as a replacement for fantasy. So they have a ring, which I think the reason why, really one of the reasons that, that made sense back then is that, that model was used for both. Kings of War, and they had upgrades to make them into Forge Fathers, yep. right? And so, oh, and so they have like larger, twenty-five millimeter 
are 20 millimeter squares or 20 mil, 25 millimeter rounds, and you can use the same model in each one. Absolutely. But that ship is sailed at this yeah. point. And so now you're having to cut those discs off, and it's no And no then the legs are like probably about a quarter of the size they should be. So yeah, and and, so and, 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 then, and then you, you already mentioned your favorite model, Steel Behemoth, right? Yeah, absolutely. You compare it to the dwarves riding that, and you're like, just give <laughs> no. me that army, yeah. right? And and then you see the Vanguard. By the way, you saw the 50% off thing, right? Yeah. And they have all those, well, they, well, they had, I think he may have bought them all, looking at Trent. But they had all like the resin dwarves for 50%, so like seven bucks for like, just killer hero yeah, models. Yeah, all the Vanguard stuff, yeah. Dude, the I, shield. I shield, already have them all. all right. I'm just, I'm waiting but for can them wait, to Can you ever have enough? I, Probably not. No, like I could. You're right. I could buy like a bunch of the spear guys. I mean, the reality is, you just bought more dwarf yeah. boats, even though you had a full fleet, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do you have the extra large dwarf boat? Not yet. Do you have the dwarf flyers? I, no. <laughs> so, is that the worm guy? Like, I know they don't have a worm guy. They, okay. So the worm guy was like shown, and they're like, yeah, the, everybody's like, that's dumb. So they have a blimp and something else. Okay, cool. Yeah, and I'll they have it down there. there. It's like 18 bucks or All something, right. you know, and. I I, I currently play a fleet that's painted that doesn't have. I don't have flyers for Kingdoms of Men. Are those important or is it? I don't know. Okay. I didn't play against any of them today. Yeah. So I'm try the boats and then see where it goes. So. Yeah. I, I had a fun time without them. Okay. That's yeah. That's. that's but I wonder. Well. I wonder, like in a, a, a slow fleet like dwarves, having a little bit to be a little Let's bit faster. Scenario. And yeah. I'm sure they're probably more nimble than some of your boats. Absolutely. So I wonder. Right, I cool. wonder, but uh, I'm gonna check them out. I'm sure Pat and Kyle will love to sell them to me. hundred percent, hundred percent. Even one-armed <laughs> wing, you know, yeah. one-wing Kyle exactly can sell you the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. So and tackled by a kid on an ice rink. That's tough. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Got to make a better story than that. But. Yeah, he almost right. Like, That's, tell me you were riding a hoverboard and you fell off or something. Exactly. You know? Yep. Something tackled so, by a by a little kid on ice. That's just crazy. Not a good one. So, Kings of War, you've got a dwarf army, but you know, like you said, it's kind of like, eh, it's an older army. Yeah. Are you thinking about a new army? I, I, I did my tone of Night Stalkers, was not a fan. Was of, it because like, the of the, the models, or was it because of the play style? I mean, if you're playing dwarves, I want to stand back, take your punch, it and then I'm going to knock you out. Of, right, it was because it was the opposite play style of the dwarves. I was trying to find Do you want to keep another army that's a con counter-punching army? I, I don't know. So, I picked up the, the halflings just because... I want to see where that goes. They're a little bit more like my play style, but and then they still have so the more like controls. their play style in what what way? Like because they're not like dwarves, right? No, they're not like dwarves, but they are more like they, they can get like the the forest trolls and stuff like that out there and like and just get them out there. And they're kind of have like the little guys go around. So like if you said, oh, I want an army like dwarves, I'm like, well, play EOD. That's another right. army that takes a punch and punches exactly. back, right? Yeah. But. And if you want the opposite, then you go Varanger or Northern Alliance or something, or you know, or a Dracon Horde Elf Army, where it's like Alpha Strike and just in your grill. And Halflings kind of maybe fit in between. They've got between, some shooting, yeah. they've got some speed. Some They're a combined magic. arms I love that army. Stuff. The Gastromancy? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just fun. I mean, if, it, if you can bring a little more fun into your two days of gaming when you're just going through the tournament and be like, yeah, I'm going to. 100%. It just, it just makes, breaks it up a little. Well, so you bought into Halflings. I did. I just what did you to, What did you purchase? Uh, the two boxes of the starter armies, and then so a two of the of small the, starter armies. Two of the big ones. Two mega armies. Two mega armies. <laughs> you do. You, I mean, I know you're from Michigan, but do you ever do anything like, hey, I'm just going to dabble and just see if I like it first? Or are you just like, nope, I'm just going to give you like no, I, several hundred bucks and I, dive I, all in? I think it was at like DutchCon last year, they had a good deal on them. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to pull the trigger and get Well, them. the models are cool. Yeah. One of the things that over the years people are like, I don't like Manti models. I understand. 
no model ranges for everybody, but the newer Mantic stuff is just it's, cooler. It's, it's and, it, and it's not that, that I don't know. It's 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 sort of like everything has to evolve, and you have to. It's like Firefight First Edition. There's stuff that's wrong with it. We have to play the game and identify what we need to fix so they can fix it. It's the same thing with modeling, right? You get different sculptors and you develop an artistic style and a coherent overall visual standard. The new stuff, yeah, ogres, absolutely. ogres look freaking dumbly cool. Yep. And then the EOD, and yep. even go back a little bit to the Abyssal Dwarves and the Rackin, they're great. Yeah. The new goblins, great. Halflings, really great. What are your thoughts on that? That's one of the interesting armies where you buy a sprue that's got both cavalry. Yeah, and what are your thoughts on that? Do you like that? Do you hate that? I like it, although that's the reason why I bought like the two big armies so I could build both. Right? You can't. You can't. Well, I don't think they give you enough. They give you just enough upper bodies, but you sort of have to build. You have to build the the cavalry and the infantry. Yeah, you do. You can't just. They're not going to give you enough lowers to just do all infantry. Yep. So, and I understand why they did it. I mean, it makes the tooling cost less because you have one combined tool. It gives you options. But I'm just, I'm always curious what people think about it. You don't have enough. and I don't, I, That's one of them that if you buy the the mega army, it's not really a mega army. you got to buy two mega armies on that one. It's almost like you also maybe, an amb- now that they have the ambush box sets. Yeah. Those look great. I'd, I'd love to play ambush. Like, even just coming back, like, I'd love to just kind of get with someone who's playing new and playing ambush. So my, my, my goal is I have a, in my mind, you may not, you don't listen to our show, but if you did, you would have heard, <laughs> I've got a 750-point EOD army design. It's the start, it's the Sands of a Moon, so it's all those EOD, and one regiment of chariots that I have to buy separate because EOD skeletons are less points. But yep. I was able to build 750 out of the ogres, and I'm going to have two 750-point armies. We're going to get a mat. And we're going to put terrain. The whole goal is to have a tub. You pull the tub out and like, all right, let's play a game. 750. Boom, let's do it. Yeah. Like, I listen to the show, like, when I'm in the car now, I work from home. I understand, like, dude. Hey, those, like, you don't have to make excuses. You could be honest, Matt, and say, well, <laughs> well, look, you know, I really, I you could say, look, I like it when, when Matt Crozier's on because we've got the same, go. the same name, but when you're on, uh, it's just not as good. I get it. I started it. the Forge Father, like, they did the intro to Forge Father. I'm like, I really want to listen to this. I started that, like, eight times because I, like, you listen to well, the first Well, because minutes. they're very dry, right? It's Tyler. It's Tyler Schultz and, and Timberlake, yeah, right? It's, although it's it's good information, right? You want to know what they're talking about. But yeah. It's so are like, you saying it's too long and too dry, or, or <laughs> needs to be? He needs to I have. I want to say that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm putting I, words in your mouth. Exactly. I want to say that they have great content, maybe a little dry, but I because I just, but I also just haven't had enough time to sit down and listen to the whole thing at once. I got to right. get to painting, and then that's when I. When he what? gets a painting, that's when the time you listen to. So you're doing halflings. We need to do a halfling army. Yeah, I'll review. We did. We did one sort of with. We did one sort of with uh, with Tom Annis a few years ago. Because yeah, right. When it, it was like out, right when it came out. Everywhere. So yeah, we I still do. don't see him at tournaments though. Like I've, I've been waiting halfling. to see. We've got a couple. Oh, they have at least one player tomorrow. Okay. Uh, Felix Castro out of Ohio is running oh, nice. them. So I think they're. How do I say this? I I, I really feel they're not a one trick pony. And so you really do have to put in the time to under... It's like, like Kingdoms Absolutely. of Men. Like, okay, yeah, if I run a gun line, you know what a gun line does. But it's not going to win you a tournament. So if you really want to be effective, you, you have to develop the build. And it's an, I think Halflings are not an army. You can re- There are options. You can lean into the Tinker yeah. method or the other, you know. It's not like they have, like, Scorch Wings where you're going to throw a ton of Well, there's nothing that's, like, I mean, other than the Forest Trolls, I would say there's nothing that's auto-include. Forest Trolls are great. I mean, give me the Trolls and put Pathfinder on them. Yeah, that's a wonderful idea. Yep. 
So yeah, exactly. So you're gonna do halflings? I, I think so. Like again, though, I haven't opened the box. Like I bought them initially. Now I'm I've curious. Look at the sprues and said, how's that gonna wow, make your dwarves feel? I great question. Like, <laughs> is it uh, you just like into stunties? You just comparatively, exactly. just into stunties? Yes. All right. All right. Um, here's another yeah. question. Why are the halflings faster than dwarves? I have no idea. I hate to say it. The halflings are a little bit more like they have like the blimps. They have like they're kind of the dwarves that I want. Is the is they have a I, little bit more speed. Yeah, they have a little bit more speed. Now they don't have the the, the, the constitution, right? They're Absolutely. Take a punch yeah, the and punch I, the Yeah, the nerve and. I am gonna miss the Def Six, Def Five, That's High Nerve. Well, you have some Def Six, Iron Beast, right? You may yeah. not have heard Max K on a review, uh, or that wasn't a really review, but he went to he, he came in second yeah. in Clash of Kings Australia Absolutely. with with Halflings. Yes, but he had two or three Iron Beasts. Absolutely, with those auras. Yep. Tasty. No, that's yeah. I, I actually because of that I've been I've been picking that up as well. I've been trying to run all three of those guys. I just get flanked so easy with those because they have the huge side, and then I try to throw masses or something to like as a speed bump. But they're five. Like you can see them, and if you can get there, you can. I, I understand. Them on the side. Well, I mean that's Kings of War, right? M yep. Movement is the key. Absolutely. Movement is the key. Live and learn. So, I I don't know. Where do we go from here? I think so. Your brother, you're thinking your brother might play Twilight Kin in the naval game, Armada. Absolutely. If you buy on the ships and paint them. Exactly. All right. Well, I wish I had a brother that would do that for me. That's yeah. amazing. Well, uh, enemy has to have like two armies. That way you can take it. Like if I do start. Well, yeah, because you, yeah, we talked about this. You're yeah, thinking about maybe you being a Pathfinder, right? Yep. Absolutely. And so you can go to those stores and say, hey, look, you don't have to carry our stuff. Let me just come in and show people some yeah. game. If there's an interest, start with, why don't you special order this for these guys? Yeah. And then after, and then you slowly, all right, well, now why don't you stock a couple rules? Yep. Why don't you stock a couple ambush sets? Why don't you stock one, two-player starter? And you just work your way up. The trick is to don't ever go too far where they get sprung with a bunch of inventory. Magic needs to change the name of the game because Armada means something totally different to a group that's mostly GW and Star Wars, but... Hundred uh, percent. That's why uh, I always call it Kings of War. Or I try to call it Kings of War Kings Armada. Of War Armada yeah. But in, in in when you're not in the mantic sphere yeah. of influence. So hey, do you want to play Armada? The Star Wars Marvel Crisis Protocol guys know what that means, and that's right. uh, another game. So right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So you guys are hanging out today. Going to watch a little firefight. Yeah. I really want to pick that one up. So are you a hobbyist or are you a gamer? Gamer mode. I, I'd love to be a gamer. I just gotta find the. You'd love to be it, like you're not good now and you're trying to be good. <laughs> exactly. or? I'd love to find more people that play Magic games. Um, obviously, you play Magic at the Gathering. Yeah. No. So my, I've got two teenage kids. Wait, how they teenage? Love, how old are we talking? I, uh, <laughs> nineteen and almost sixteen. So real 15. teenagers. I have oh, a thirteen-year-old. Yeah. That doesn't count. Yeah. But you yeah. have real teenagers. Real teenagers. The oldest one has a job. How do you paramedic. like? You only look like you're 35. <laughs> I'm 42. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah. Coming up. So well, it'll be yeah, super pumped. What, so what, what? What else do you want to see while you're here this weekend? Uh, I'd like to see the new. So again, my 19 year old. Uh, they are incredibly into Star Wars and. You see Shatterpoint? That, that's what I, I want to check that out. So they were <laughs> telling me time. that the Shatterpoint demos. They're giving out appointment cards because yeah, like it's too sorry. busy. I, I tried to get it something in yesterday before because Thursday is kind of the day you can kind of do it. But yeah, now I'm. But you can at least watch. Absolutely. You can see it, and the models yes. are cool. I just, man, there's just too many games. There are, there are too many games, and that's the other thing. Just finding like some small, small like companies that are here with their games and just 
saying, hey, demo for me. Like, yeah. Go we'll be around later. I'm gonna, we're going to play a game from a company that's down there called, it's a board game, but it's super simple. It's called uh, Legends of Draxia. It's a four-player deck builder with a fantasy twist. Okay. So it's super simple. And yeah. I like, every time I come, every time I come, I get like, like to find those little gems. And that, that was Jeff Swan. He showed us the game. I was like, holy crap, I got to go buy it. And I bought it. Yeah. And now my, my daughter is like all in on Draxia to okay. the point where we've got it on my iPad and we play it all the time. And it's fun. I'd love to find those type of games because anything to get rid of Magic, Flesh and Blood, all those like tradable card oh, there. Those games are getting too expensive. Well, you know, it's funny. I do not play Magic or any of those collectible card yeah. games, but I enjoy like listening to like the, I don't want to call it politics, but like the business aspect Absolutely. of those, right? Yeah. And I watch those YouTube videos where they're like, you know, questions that are coming up are, you know, is the community getting fatigued? Because I think if, if we're if we're being smart about it, you know, in our in our little bubble, it's like, well, you can learn from these other companies if they're making mistakes, right? Yeah. If you're putting out too much all the time that nobody, like at some point people are like, look, dude, I get it. I will buy all your stuff, but there is a limit where I'm like, I financially, I don't want to throw every dollar to right. you. It is one thing, like, cause yeah, it seemed like the dead zone started. The dead zone came out. I was like, I bought the dead zone started. I was like, I really want to get in this. Oh, then firefight. And wait, Armada. I, I bought that a while ago. I have any of those boxes? Like, I gotta. Well, there's get that's going a, you know, that, you know, in the past, it's been a criticism too. Like with Mantic, like they're a small company. And it's hard to fully support. They're getting bigger though. I think they are in a position now where. You know, but oh, I mean, right but now they make a lot of fun games. They, so yeah, and then the problem about. is like right now, you could argue that Vanguard is not is kind of being neglected. Ah, but you know, yeah. it's it's the it is an outlier yep. in in other games, right? It's not the easy to learn game that all the rest of them are. And I hope they go more with ambush. I, I really like the way they're doing that. Just do the small scale. Ambush is great. Eight hundred half an hour. I mean, it's game literally just Kings of War with yep. a few tweaks. No, you can't take hordes. No, there's point limits on how yeah. expensive the units Sometimes can be. I don't want to pay. A th- I don't want to play a three-hour game. I want to play forty-five minutes we could play if i show up at the shop at six o'clock on a wednesday night i can get two or three games in yeah right and and bang through it and and you're still learning your angles you're still learning like how to protect your flanks you're still learning all that stuff that's the problem by trying to position vanguard as an intro to kings of war it's an intro to panthor yeah to the lore and to the 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 armies but it is not an intro to kings of war because it's it's a skirmish game right traditionally right like it's got individual models that have 360 and all that well they don't have 360 but you know what i mean they're it'll much not, easier to move yep. than they are. It'll not help you learn what to do with the reforms or Absolutely. whatever to try to guard yourself against those. Well, and th- fast it's funny you say that. What What are your tips for teaching somebody new? I'll give you mine after you give me yours. But like, what are your tips? Like, I, I want to teach somebody. Hey, this is Kings of War, and like, let's just say you're trying to show them how to make sure they protect their angles. What yeah. do you do? Uh, the big thing is throwing up, like, learning what each of the each of the units do, and just try to figure out like how you can position those, but also how you can use the other stuff around you, right? Don't just focus on single models, focus on your whole army and how that kind of gets situated. What ones? Yeah, dwarves you brick up, but exactly. the other ones, it, it's just learning <coughs> learning line of sight, learning height, learning all that right. stuff. You can have a lot of fun. One of the things I've been doing is I have a all-mounted goblin army, yeah. and I'll bring like 16 troops, and I'm like, you're going to learn today. Yeah, exactly. Now, they ain't going to kill you, but they're going to they're just going to teach you what yep. happens if you're not paying attention because yeah. they, they literally will get a flank shot yeah. every single turn yeah, once you're yeah, positioned. There's just too many of them, yeah, right? Exactly. And so it's just, I, I guess what I'm saying is I, I try, I maybe a suboptimum list or a skew list just yep. to demonstrate something. Like, that's oh, you want to learn about defense six? Let me bring defense six and sh- just show you that. Put them in a position where that's the only thing you can hit. Right. And it's like, oh crap, defense is really tough. Yeah, well, you can don't have to fight it. <laughs> you can leave it alone. It's usually yeah. going to be slow. 
Yeah, so. teaching, just throwing out hordes. I, I used to run an orc list. I, I did have orcs back in the day, and then used to throw out just tons of hordes of orcs. Figured out, wow, I can't get through. I can't get in those angles to like attack things. Right. And then so you can't double charge. You can't do a lot of things just because there's too much stuff on the board. So it's just teaching how to do all that. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of fun to try to figure out exactly how to how to do that. So, what other armies do you have besides dwarves? So you I said you have orcs. Orcs. Yep, I did orcs, and then that was my first army actually when I first. So that the, the, so the original orcs. So they have the older models, right? Yeah, absolutely. And the new the new. What do you think of the new Reforge? I, I kind of got away from orcs just because... So it wasn't the models, just the, the theme, and I'm just not... It was a theme, yeah, it was a... I wasn't, I wasn't just a fan of the... I, so the Rift Forge, they finally came out with, like, a cool beast and some other stuff. I think that would have been... The models good. themselves, you, yeah. It was, it, it, I, I kind of get the war, World of Warcraft aesthetic from that, it, right? Absolutely. The wow, and, it kinda, and it's cool if you like yeah. that. The, I don't want to call it cartoony, that's not the right word, but it's got that... Yeah. When I saw the, the two, skin. I'm like... Uh, the halflings. I like. Yeah. The, the, well, it's so interesting because if you think about it, when they came out with both armies at the same time, they were kind of yep. out of the blue. No one knew when they were coming, and then they're very different. Like, Absolutely. Different, different aesthetic yeah. completely. It's kind of um, like I've been to Oryx, been down that route. I'm sure I'd end up running a bunch of hor <coughs> hordes that I can't maneuver very well and get them into spots. Right. But dude, and those like, Hellstrikers are dope ass I models. <laughs> I mean, I mean, really a mount, a man, a man little Manticore riders. I mean, I'd love to run as many of those. So, like, you, yeah, you're not, you're never on our Facebook page, right? I, yeah, somewhat, yeah. So we got uh, Billy Smith, who's in Memphis. He's got a heavy metal or a yep. death metal Rift or where he's got a yeah. stage. And his, awesome. The Hellstrikers look great, dude. Just yeah. they're dope and. You know, I mean, out of the two, like you, you are seeing Riftforge orcs at tournaments, right? I think halflings more. are interesting. I think, like I said, I think it's the fact that you, you, you are sort of pushed to do a combined arms list with with uh, infantry and yes, and so that that kind of maybe if people want to go one direction or another, you have to buy two mega armies. Right? Yep, you do. And so there's that, and then I think I think it's uh, it's not a forgiving army. You it know, is not. I mean, yeah, with the with the you leave yeah. you leave your you leave your magic guys out in the wrong spot, or you leave the flanks for the for the trolls out, they'll they'll punish you. Exactly. So, and you lose those important pieces. And the, what is the, the the little aerial units? I've been still trying to figure out. Well, they I'm, have the edge grenadiers, which are unit strength two, right? And they're 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 speedy little guys, yeah. and they have a brutal D three, and then they have the aeronauts, which are right. the balloons, which I think are only speed seven. But they have the but they are the gambler unit because they blast D three and they always hit on fours. So great, you have ensnare, I don't care. You're in the woods, I don't care. Absolutely. So that's kind of cool. But how do you? I still haven't learned with those guys. So sure, you get them out there, you you can test something, but then you can't defend it. Like how do you? Well, the thing is, you don't put it out there so soon, right? Same thing with any army like Kings of Men with a bunch of flyers. You wait. Yeah. Right. It's that and and. Go turn two. Take take the second turn. So you get the last turn, and then you get to put your unit strength if you keep it alive. And that's the problem. Like if you haven't used it as chaff, then it's chaff, and it's not not going to be around to the end of the game. Yeah. So that's what I'm learning. I, right. That's the thing. Is it's just so different from what I've been playing, which is just try to shove up, like throw my masses up there, and then throw the behemoths up there, and then by the time the infantry will get up there to, to mop everything up. Absolutely. But the, but the models are so damn cool. They're, they're awesome. So I I, I may. <laughs> Or may not have bought a bunch of halfling models. <laughs> they were on a reasonable price. Yes, exactly. And I bought a bunch of edge grenadiers. I, no, I didn't get the aeronauts, and I know I need them. Yep. But they weren't on sale, so I didn't no, buy them. No, they're sixty bucks. <clears throat> yeah, so I didn't buy them. Twenty dollars uh, model. Ugh. 
Well, I, they are, but I also heard they're very difficult to put together. Yes. And I did just suffer through, I mean... They don't travel well. They don't travel all. well, and, and I have an all-resin... Yeah, yeah. Scor- Army. Scorch Wings are Scorch similar, Wings, the right? Rhinosaur Cavalry, yeah. the Tyrants. So it's like, ah, oh, man, do I want to do that again, <laughs> all the cleanup? Take those guys to five five events over the... Like oh, I already broke one I haven't played yet. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, okay. Good luck with that. <laughs> um, and I got broken ones at home just putting them in the case. Yep. So, you know, but the Aeronauts, putting them together is a little finicky from what I understand, so... Yeah. That's what I've heard as well. I just, and so I just haven't even picked them up. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Well, awesome, right. dude. Yeah, I'm thanks. super pumped you came on, man, and your, your brother gets to hear this. Don't tell him. All right. And we'll just we'll just <laughs> shout out. You want to say anything to your brother? Oh, no. Well, no, nah, he's just tell him to get uh, off his butt and start playing more games. You're probably that kind of person that will get motivated by you calling him out, <laughs> or is he more like ignoring him? It's like the, 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 the passive-aggressive. Uh, no, he likes to be left alone too much. He needs to get, like, get out. We're doing Michigan GT, right? Yeah. We'll grudge each other. Absolutely. First round. Because I've never played I've you. Never, I know. We've been, like, right around each other. All the time. I'm mid-table. I am the commander never. of... I am the captain <laughs> of mid-table. <laughs> that's, that's I am Captain Average. Yes. That's exactly where I'm at. And so you'll bring your dwarves <laughs> and probably ruffle, stomp, whatever I bring. I'll probably bring Salamander. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, play. Uh, and, and, and then, again... Poor, poor Mike will just be left in the cold. You know, he'll be running his Varanger again. We need yes. to get him a new army. Yes. Is the Varanger the right army for his play style? No, it's not. What's his play style? His play style, he should be more Sylvan. Or, or the, what's it, Green Lady, the Knights, like kind of, he likes the fast guys that can hit hard. Right. But, so he really likes the Varanger guys for that, but he puts them into bad, he he makes bad choices. He makes bad choices. So he is getting the speed yes. and he's getting the drop, but they're the, he's taking the bait. Trying to alpha strike when he can't take a hit back when he when in, when his dice don't do what they what he wants them to do. Like and that's it's a dice game. It's fun. Like sometimes, right. like I shot off something with Galax Fury in one turn. I shouldn't have done that. But like you know, every now and then the dice will be happy and it's great. And it's great to see when you waver something that you totally shouldn't have right. gone against it. But he wavers a lot. Stuff. He wavers a lot. <laughs> Interesting. So yeah, I think it's a little frustrating for him. So, but also these two days events, he's but getting kind of frustrated. Bur- yeah, well, I think too, if you don't play a lot, that that's a hard. That's like, you, it's problem. hard to make that jump from like mid table to yep. a little bit high. And, I, and maybe he has aspirations to be yeah. like Eric Trowbridge or something. Exactly. You know, hey, I want to be the king, man. I want to be the man knocking people off. But you, you know what more. I mean. At some points, we all come. To, we all are humbled by our own reality. We realize. I'm not going to be Eric Trowbridge. I'm going to yeah. be Rob, and that's it. <laughs> I'll win a tournament every five years if the wrong, if the right people don't show up or the wrong people don't show up, whatever that is. Yeah, he and I play a lot together, but like, it's only when we're trying something new in our list. But right. then again, I know exactly what he's going to do. He knows exactly what I'm going to do. You do Universal Battle at all? The electronic. A little bit during COVID, picked up, picked it up a little bit. I also tried the like the 3D model one for a while there. Tabletop simulator. Yeah, tabletop simulator. Yeah. It didn't work. So well, I mean, it's it's, it's more complicated. It's just, it's just different though when you're in the event, you're looking at the table. Well, I'm I'm playing the game to be social. I'm gonna get out of the house and play with people yeah, and have exactly. a good time. And That's I, and also, I like to. I'm all about the hobby. So like, if I'm playing on a table, I didn't. I'm playing electronically. Yeah. Then I'm not really playing. So frustrating. You got to play the game to get excited to paint the stuff, and then you you want to paint the stuff to show it off like at your next event. So it's kind of the cyclical, you know. You got, but you got to be playing to, to do that. So right. Yeah. Well, awesome, okay. dude. I appreciate you coming on yeah, and chatting thanks. with us, man. Thanks. Have a great rest of your weekend. Right. Well, do you too. Welcome 
back. It's Friday night here at Adepticon in the beautiful city of Schaumburg, Illinois. Man, are you a radio host in a previous life? You got a good voice for that. Well, I've been told I have a face for radio, so that's okay, but uh, I'll go with a voice. <laughs> Fantastic. Too. We're with Hobby Roop, Lincoln, Nebraska? Lincoln, Nebraska. Now, is that because, what's the capital? Is it cap- Lincoln? Lincoln. So, yeah. and you're you're in the government type of activity of some sort? Yes. Associated uh, employment? Yes. But the, the, the job which pays the mortgage is I'm the executive director of the Nebraska Liquor Control Commission. Well, okay. Would you say it is a progressive state in regards to liquor licenses or a more strict tighter controlled. Actually, I think we were on the more liberal side of it. When I got the job, I said, so long I was, as I was more conservative than Louisiana and more liberal than Utah, I'd be, in, I'd be okay. We, we were pretty liberal, but, you know, so it, on, on alcohol sales. So, but the other thing you do is you're a passionate gamer. Yes. And what, and obviously, we met playing Kings of War, I think, at Bug Eater a few years ago. Yep. You are a co-owner or a part owner of? Part owner of a game store called Gauntlet Games. And that's in Lincoln as well? It's in Lincoln, Nebraska. And, and it's famous because you got John Jack, right? That's your guy? John's one of our longtime players. He does a lot of his demos there. Um, we are celebrating our 20th anniversary this year. That's amazing. Yeah. So it must be pretty exciting for the community to have a store survives that long through the pandemic. And how did that go with the pandemic? You know, the pandemic for us, the first three months actually were pretty good, only because people were coming in to try to find things to do with their kids Mm -hmm. and also to keep their own sanity. Um, We're lucky in that not only are we a large miniature game store, you know, carrying the, you know, not only a full um, Manta game systems, but also 40K, some Flames of War, a lot of the other games. We're very big into role-playing and board games. And during the pandemic, the early stages, the amount of board games we were selling was just phenomenal. And in fact, we started coding what we called the middle-aged dad returns to D&D starter set. That's fantastic. Because a lot of guys, you know, they, they, they would remember that they used to play D&D. They were already binge-watching with their teenage kids uh, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And so they'd come in and they'd pick up a lot of D&D. Of course, the gravy train sort of went down because after about three months, all the supplies were gone. And so getting anything restocked was very problematic at that point in time. And the ones which you, you were having trouble, of course, were board games, role-playing games, and paints. A lot of people finally painted their miniatures while they were stuck inside. Yeah. What games do you play? I mean, if you own a game store, do you, do you play everything? I don't play everything. There's no way. I mean, I try to be conversant in most of the games. Um, my main games that I probably play miniature-wise are Kings of War, Armada, and Adeptus Titanicus, which I think is GW's best game. Have you? Did you check out the Titanicus over here? I was supposed to John play. John Schaefer. In, I mean, some just some really beautiful. I was ones. supposed to play in that today. That's why I didn't play on Armada term originally. But then, because of things, why I had to cancel out. Um, yeah. Very disappointed in you, Hobie. It, it was real world got in the way of me doing some gaming this week, so I'm doing mostly store stuff, talked about three or four new vendors, which is always good. You, you come up to Adepticon, there are so many small companies doing stuff you never even know or you see of, and it's really you know designed for, so I, I think I've already set up accounts with three new uh, small vendors. Game Envy was one of them, I think. Game Envy was one of them, They yeah. ha- literally have the best palettes that I've used, and I've used a bunch, the Red Grass Gaming, I think, and Army Painter and stuff, and it just... It's a small company that, that did something right, yep. kickstarted it, and is turning it into something more. And they've had a second, or maybe it's a third Kickstarter at this point, but yeah. they just have cool products that I, and I want to support it. And and it's not just it's colorful, it's vibrant, and it's stuff that I mean, as a painter, I love. Well, you know, the older I get, the more I see I need um, painting aids. 
you know, I mean, either it's the magnifying glasses or with uh, Game Envy, it's the, the the holders where you can see, where you can move it around. I mean, I do the full-size holder. I, I was an earlier adopter. I picked up their first line. Well, with their handle, right? Their first handle. they have handle. a screw top, like a bottle cap? It's a bottle cap, yeah. I've still it's got brilliant. one. I still use it. It's brilliant. And I got that when they were, the first year they were here, I remember they were in one of the you know, not in the main vendor hall. They were outside. They were banished to the outside a little bit. Yeah. And so that's where I picked it up. Why at. were they banished? There's no room? They were small. Yeah. Yeah. The small ones. I, I think, you know, this is 100% supposition that, you know. Everything's uh, supposition here at Carnage. Yeah, 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 we're yeah, not experts on anything. That, that you pay, you know. You know <clears throat> well, it's like Table War pays. when uh, Battle Phone was the big king, right? Yeah. And now Table War is in the real room. They're at the, 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 dinner, the adult dinner table at Thanksgiving, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny how I've seen some of these um, companies rise fall. This is I've missed two Adepticons. I missed the first one, and I missed one about three. Besides the, the uh, pandemic, two, um, one about five years ago because of work where I just couldn't get off in time to come up and do it. So, so how are things in Lincoln? What's the how's the store? How's the community? It, it's going well. Uh, community's well. Um, you know, we're getting ready. Um, to try to help out as we, as we can because we got the bug eater coming up first and then bug of course and, masters. And I'm assuming you're helping with price support and whatever else. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I've been talking. You know, one of the things I did today was you know, I talked to Kyle. You know, everybody likes to call him Prezel Twinkie. Yes, just you probably can say Prezelinski, right? Or Prezelinski. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Uh, yeah, it's. it's I think a, is that a common name in uh, Nebraska? We, we we get a little bit of that, not a whole lot, but right. some. You know, we we got a lot of. Uh, Checks around the Czech capital of America is a little town called Wilbur, Nebraska. Really? So you got some probably some good Czechoslovakian uh, pastries and stuff. Oh, the kolaches are yeah, amazing. They come say. around. Oh yeah, they're around. Now, of course, I'm inv- involved in it because they have the big festival every year. And I don't know if you would know this, but a summer festival celebrating Czech heritage, there may or may not be a ton of beers <laughs> drinking. And you you know something about beers and yep. providing probably like. Temporary licenses yeah, for special designated licenses are always interesting in that. Time. So how long have you been doing this liquor license thing? I have been the executive director since 2004. Is it like an appointed thing? And um, as long as the governor doesn't get angry with you or the legislature? Actually, I'm in the I'm in the good position. I'm what's called a non-code agency. Okay. Um, code agencies would be the directly appointed by the governor. The governor appoints my commissioners to staggered terms, and they appoint me. So I'm a little more insulated. And it's designed that way to try to keep it from being politics. They, they try to stop the things which, you know, created the whole system of prohibition and then the problems of prohibition by right. trying to say, okay, we really don't want bad people involved in either side of this industry. 100%. 100%. So, so what are you doing this weekend? Today, right now, I originally I was going to play in the... Uh, Besides making me buy a airbrush. What? And two other... How many people? I think at least three. And you, you took us to the... the it was... Uh, Anarchy models, I think. Yeah, anarchy models. And they have Iwata representation the Iwata, there. Yeah, yeah. They have the Iwatas there. Um, I am not the best painter in the world, and anybody who knows me will realize that I struggle. And so I m- finally made the dive last year to get a airbrush, and I bought the basic Neo from Iwata, and I love it. Yeah. It's worked really well. It's made helped my painting, especially when you're working on Base canes. coating, terrain. Base coating, yeah. And so I, you know, I joked around. I'm, I'll be waiting for my commission check. and. Well, uh, I mean... Trent bought one. I bought one. I don't, you probably had several other people buy well, I one. Think, I think Billy's thinking about buying one. Billy Henninger? Yeah. Bill. He's starting up his game, too. I think he's like he's got to the, the gaming mountaintop, and now yeah. he's like, well, I really would like to 
take you to the next Yeah, level. he's... Well, yeah, he, I see he's actually running one of his armies to, tomorrow, apparently, where he has to think a little bit. Yeah, it's not a push-it-forward army like like his Varanger. Well, which is bad, because that's what originally what I was trying to build for the tournament tomorrow was Varanger, because mm-hmm. I'm old, and, you know, tactics on day, you know, game three and four start going out the thing, and so... Uh, the army, um, the colloquialism we were calling it as, uh, as playtesting, it was all gas, no brakes. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a fun army to play. Um, I didn't quite get it done, so I was going to run my, my other armies. But I'll be up here in moral support, and I think I've offered to Michael if he needs me help on ringers. I can help out Absolutely. on ringers I really was a bum that I didn't get up here in time for the Trident Realms. Oh, my God, does that stuff look sexy. Yeah, it's interesting because I think most people just like the the style and stuff. It's a different play style. And did they sell out of they that? They did. It's because so early. they had such a great deal at, at the booth on, 100%, on Armada yeah. stuff. But what's interesting is there's been a few people that are like, well, it's not boats. So I get that. Like, if you really want a naval game, it's, it's not boats. But we are in a fantasy game, and there's a lot of people that love the, the narwhal coming through. And just, okay. If it's about boats, look at the original orc boats. Those things would not float. No, okay? you're right. Oh, the big yeah. hammer, the spinning <laughs> well, hammer. Well, actually. <laughs> I mean... Anytime you're playing, and that's one thing I love about both fantasy and science fiction games as opposed to historical games, which I play some historicals as well. You can get the suspension of disbelief. And so you can do something for game mechanics, which might not make real world physics sense. And especially if you're talking about the historical guys, I've got some great friends who are incredibly passionate Napoleonics players. I would rip my eyes out if I had to play their game because they would be like, well, the this is clearly an 1812 because he's got the false Shakos on the front, yeah. not the full. Yeah. I don't care. That's it's right. a red coat. Well, actually, that would be a Tharpth rifle bottle 7Q. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, you know, so, I mean, as you said, the funny thing is, of course, Armada started off as a historical game. Black Seas. In Black Seas. Well... You have to make some changes to it to to let a narwhal into your game. Or flyers. Or, yeah. I mean, having a, a wing it, like a goblin riding a ramshackle wooden airplane. I'm pretty sure Lord Nelson would have loved a seaplane to scout for him before or Trafalgar. Or a blimp. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Or if you could get a giant turtle to come up. Yeah. I mean, you're catching up with a lot of old friends, it looks like. Oh, yeah. You catch up with a lot of old friends. You know, I came up last year, and you know, last year was a great return. But this year, I think I was talking to Hank. I think they're up over like a thousand. Hank's one of the original founders, right? Yeah. Of Adepticon. Yeah, he's he's the CEO basically of it. I've known him for ages. They're and up by a thousand. Is it six thousand people? I, heard? I think so. Yeah, up by a thousand pre-regs over last year. And that's uh, not it counting. Seems like it's just it's big. jammed. It's jammed. It's jammed. Well, you know, you, you know, the good side and the bad side is, you know, they've pretty much got almost all the historically based games at the Overflow Hotel. Because they just don't have any room. They don't have the room here. Well, and even Song of Ice and Fire by Cool Me or not, there's yeah. no room. There's so no you room. Got, you gotta they, go. they moved it over there. Um, it's it's really amazing. And so what I really love about it is, I mean, it, it's a great way to cross-pollinate. I mean, you know, I had a guy who's a huge 40K player. Well, he started, he came here a couple last year and saw Kings of War. Now he plays Kings of War. What's his name? Um, he's one of my local guys at, at the store. Of course, you're asking me. Oh, God. What uh, a store owner doesn't know the guy's <laughs> name. He, he doesn't even spot. know his okay. customer's okay. name. Okay, on the spot. His name's Brian. 
So. Just give it to me a new one, and I'll cut it out and make you sound smart. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> he doesn't listen anyway. He doesn't listen anyway. anyway. fine. No, but, you know, you get a lot more interest in it, too, because, you know, you and I have had this discussion before, Rob. If people see painted armies being played. You're the one that said it. It's painted armies played in public, having fun. You get people to join you. You right? do. Yeah. Exactly right. And so... You know, you, you can't say, okay, well, he's a 40K player, or he's just like, you know, hell, he might like something different. I mean, you know, I don't like chocolate ice cream all the time. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, the, the problem that you get sometimes is if you're just channelized just for the competitive play, it starts taking a lot of your time. So it's, as a store owner, I... You got to mix and match. You I got to be more dunk. dilettante. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, that's something that I think generally maybe we're not doing enough of is that narrative aspect or that non-competitive just to have fun and I think Ambush is a step in the right direction yep. in that regard Ambush it's, is a fantastic we, um, we got in almost all the Ambush boxes when it first came out they're doing really well um, this is our Friday night my store is normal our Kings of War night um, I'm not there and our other main ambassador gentleman by the name of Mark Davis isn't here isn't there or here because he has had a brand new baby shout out to Mark uh, actually, Heather did all the hard work. <laughs> but we usually got five or six people we're trying every Friday night, you know, to, to get Kings War, and we've got more people into it. Yeah. Um, oh, one of, the, one of the funniest was um, a guy who used to play, I, he, he's about 20 years older than I am, so, you know. We'll so he's probably like 42? Yeah, I wish. But he was a big fantasy battle player back in the day. Well, he's recently retired, and he came down and said, hey, you know, show me a game, and I got him to Show him how to play Kings of War. He brought in two other guys. Yeah, you know, just because you know he knew and he loved it. He's full on into it. Um, of course, you know, the advantage of that he's got you know four or five painted armies that have been gathering literal dust. That he's knocking off, and I'm saying, well, okay, you, yeah, you can use them. Here's these models. Yeah, and they get, you, they get you in the door. Try to get you in the door. Yeah. Get you in the door. Yeah, it's uh, love to hear your take too. You know, one of the things is we do struggle as a community sometimes getting people to convert over to the Mantic. So we're, we're keeping the lights on and stuff, oh, yeah. you know, and so, but it's getting better. Like I noticed here yesterday, there was a lot of Mantic armies at the doubles event. What do you think? What, Trent, Jeremy, yeah. what do you guys think? Yeah, I saw a lot, a lot of 100% ones too. Actually. You know me, baby, 100%. Yeah. If the Mantic makes the model, I'm going to buy the model. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a combination of, of, a couple things, right? It's the age-old uh, build it and they will come. Like, the better the models no, get, the more people will buy them. So you need to have sort of a, a, an attitude of pay where you play, which is, if you love the rule system, have a Mantic army or support the company. Yeah, not it's, everything has to be Mantic. Yeah. Just make sure you're kicking into the kitty every once in a while. They can't survive and your local a, game store. Yeah, they can't survive as a company making just books. But then, so there's responsibility on both sides, right? Us as gamers to support the companies that make the games and the stores that we love. And two, the company's got to make models that we want to put together and right. paint. Yeah, you don't want to buy, you, we're not, no one's asking you to buy models you don't like, right? Exactly. And but I hopefully think, with like a bunch of different armies, you can find something that you have. Yeah, in and of, I think if you, you know, look at their pleasant. model design, it's definitely uh, maybe it's one step back, three steps forward, but we're still trending up and to the right. Each release they come out with is better quality. I mean, the ogres are fantastic. New, yeah. I can, I'm actually thinking about building an ogre army because you should. You know, I heard they're pretty good. You know, I, I you know the last time I played, I played some guy at Bug Eater, he kicked my teeth in with, with him. I don't know this guy right here. Yeah, <laughs> that was a couple years ago. That was a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh -huh. the, the funny part was, is you know, he, he asked him, he goes, "Hey, can I play somebody who's fun to play?" And you know, everybody else was busy, so they stuck him with me. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't played Hobie, this dude's nuts. I mean, 
I think he personally gets offended when his orcs don't do what they're supposed to do. Uh-huh. Well, you know, like you would think, you would think after years of playing them, I would be expected. But, you know, hope springs eternal. Yeah, that's exactly. true. But going back, I mean, the ogre models, which were not a bad line they're earlier. They were good. Yeah, I mean, they're just, it was I more mean, the materials. It was the fact that they were metal or PVC. Well, yeah. there's still some metal ones they got to get rid of. Yeah. Well, and something else, they remember to hit leg day. The proportion was the biggest complaint I had yeah. um, from a as a retailer when someone would look at them was you know the the proportions on the lower half of the original ogres were, were just, wonky. Were wonky. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a proportion issue, and the new ones. I mean, they're fantastic. The ha- the halflings have gone great for us. Yeah, um, that is a great range. That's a fantastic yeah. range, and more importantly, I think what Mantic's doing, and now I'll put my retailer hat on. Yeah. They're rolling out releases, which are mostly complete. You're, well, that's you're, what you're, you need. You're you're you can't get people to buy an army if you only got 75% of the range. Exactly. And, yeah. and that was the complaint and that, with some of their existing lines still is, you know, even if you want to go with a mostly or all Mantic army, sometimes you've got to still do some filler units because there's just not a good alternative. And, and I think that's getting a lot better for, for them overall. I mean, I think their production is getting better. Um, I think the... As you said, the ambush is a fantastic gateway. I think it's the gateway they wished Vanguard had been, but the Vanguard rules were just different enough. Just too different. Well, it's just funny. Too we, different. we talked about yeah. this at nauseum, but to get, we'll hold you up to speed. Yeah. The Vanguard rules are not like, they're not in the same complexity band as everything else, and so they're kind of an outlier. They're not easy to learn. Right. The DNA of that game is completely different from King's. Right. Whereas there isn't like a you play Dead Zone in the firefight. You, you the chromosomes of that game are you have similar. You don't worry about angles in Vanguard. You don't. There's yeah. a lot. Yeah. It doesn't teach you how to play Kings of War. It teaches, as you said before, it teaches you how to be in Panathor. Yeah. And what exactly. the armies, you know, the factions do. But yeah. It introduces you to the setting, but not right. necessarily. And it gets you the, some cool kick-ass the, models. By the way, fifty percent off at the Banta Food. Old packaging. <laughs> But you're absolutely right. The, the, the one, my big selling point when somebody really wants to play, especially on Kings, because um, we sell, we, we we have a lot more King sales than we have um, Warzone, and, and but we still have some some good sales of it. Is it's a simple game to learn, but it but it takes a while to master. Yeah. I'm still working at it, bro. Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, I still learn every every time. I mean, when I was trying to when I was getting my trying to get my Vanguard army ready to go, you know, I was trying to you know steal steal against steal. I was going up and playing Billy and Adam. Yeah. I mean, you know, if if you're gonna go up there, you know, the good thing about both of them, you know, after they kill you, they'll tell you exactly what you did wrong. And I was getting a lot better at my angles yeah. because I was you know I, you know. There's a reason, just, yeah, there's a reason why some of the best players in the world have other best players in the world in their iron gaming sharpens group. iron. We, we say iron it all the yeah. time, you know. It's yeah. very true. Yeah. And so, you know, my goal is still, I mean, I didn't get done for this one, is to get done for Bug Ear and definitely by, um, if not for that, but definitely for my best of the rest, because let's be honest, I will well, be I'm playing Well, I'm just right. I'm grudging you. Well, actually, I'm better, so you have to grudge me, because you can only grudge up. Okay. <laughs> well, I can grudge pretty much anybody at that point. But we, we oyster. we need to play. I haven't played in three or four years yeah, at this point. But, probably. but so, you know, but you're absolutely right. But so it's one of those. You know, I was lucky in that. You know, just you know, 60 miles up the road, I've got some of the best players in the country. Yeah, exactly. Well, right now, you have the best player yeah. in the country. Well, you know, I, I don't want to give him too much credit. Okay, he's got being defending. Defend. The reigning, defending, yeah. un- unchallenged. Yeah, uh-huh. you, he, he's, he's on the, the hill until he knocks him off, right? 
Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, if anybody needs a it, come on, it's got to be Travis. Come on. Travis finished second so many years. But this year in Armada, he beat Adam finally. Well, that's good. You he, know, he, but, he, then, he, but then Adam pointed he, out this isn't Kings of War, but yeah, this, he, that's he, Armada. Uh, Travis may win the firefight tournament, too. Really? He How the Marauder? Well, we'll, get, we'll, 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 talk, we'll have a little okay. show on that. I have some thoughts on that you have game. Some thoughts on, <laughs> I have some thoughts on, on playing my first firefight game. So, uh-huh. yeah. We'll have to talk about that. But, that's a game I have not yet played. It I looks mean, fun. It, I mean, it looks fantastic. The models are great. Once again, it's got that gen- general game companies for the most part, although they have weird outlying games, generally have a DNA, a feel. I mean, I mean, it's the mechanics will be an intuitive. And the one thing I love about Mantic Games is there's very much, with probably the exception of Vanguard, a very much an intuitive feel to it. I mean, okay, worst comes to worst, what should I do here? Well, probably march forward. What would you usually. do in normal... Think with logic. What yeah. would you, Vanguard's a good point because, like, when you get knocked down, you get back up. You're knocked down. Like, it, it breaks the the. Well, and you said it to me, which is what I think is the DNA of Mantic Games, which is a minute to learn, lifetime to master. Absolutely right. That is their DNA. Is, a, is yes. a, I think if you were to say, try to sum down what their game philosophy, design, and, and what it feels like to play their games, is easy to learn, but incredible strategic depth. When I can go up to a new player and I pull out what's now the big red book. And I can hold, and just for the radio listeners, I'm holding my hands about three quarters of an inch apart, my fingers, and say, here's the rules. Here's the rules on how to play the game. You know, I mean, the rest is the army list, but the actual rules are this much. That's a selling point. You know, I mean, because especially if somebody's coming over potentially from GW, where not only do you need the rule book, but you need half a dozen other codexes, which are going to tell you how your damn army's played. Yeah. It's a selling point because the bar of entry to getting into the game is lowered. Right. 100%. I think they're announcing. Go ahead. We'll, we'll keep talking. Keep talking. We got, I, got, I got a pro here with Trent and Hobie. No, Trent, yeah. You know, we all need a sidekick. And he's, letting, he's letting you be a sidekick? That's awful. Nice <laughs> That's Trent. right. Well, to be fair, he's got a better mustache than I do, or ever could have possibly well. have. He's got that look like he's from that movie, but Brad Pitt, Fury. Fury, you think so? The tanker? Yeah. I nah, think. my hair needs to be longer. No, dude, like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. But yeah. you, got the, you got the side shave there. like it's. Yeah, and then I also need to lose, like, 50 pounds. And then, then maybe we're talking. Then maybe well, we're you're talking. already married, so you don't have to do that. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, See, I, I'm now. just jealous he has all his hair. So, you know, I'll, <laughs> you know, I'll, 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 I'll take that. But honestly, back to what Jeremy was saying about the, you know, there's a very low barrier to entry, but then... It uh, you know takes a lifetime to master. I think that having that philosophy in general is what keeps a community. It's what allows a community to grow because you're getting new players, and it also lowers attrition, right? Because it's not like oh I know everything about this game. I win every game. Like it's boring now. There like, is very little stagnation in Kings of War. Yeah, very well said. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean, it feels like we're always evolving, organically growing the game a little bit. You're always evolving, you're organically growing, and because. It's an easy, you know, so many times people would have just one army. I know most Kings of War guys who have multiple armies. How many armies do you have, Hobie? Um, I've got complete uh, two, and I'm working on a third, so. That's pretty good. I've got a, I've got a um, small Abyssal Dwarf army, I sort of use as a demo army. Um, so, yeah. I didn't paint it. It was originally painted by John Jack. I was going to ask you, though, as a store owner, do you have, like, is it add a little pressure when you come it, play it, the store? It like, does. You it, have to showcase what you're selling, I assume. Yeah, exactly. Both, both on the table, but you're, yeah. you got to give them a good yeah. game, too. Well, right? I, we were able to to, uh, to acquire that army, and, and I use it because two ones. One, for one it's, it's, it was designed and built to be a demo army, and it's almost all Mantic armies because it was Abyssal Dwarves, and when they were 
was built, they were almost all complete. Exactly. Exactly. So hopefully we have a good weekend. I think we're, I'm looking, I don't know, we have 40 plus. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Last year, I think, you know, it was a little bit smaller because I think people were still trying to get used to being in crowds. I think you're right. I think, and then one of the registration numbers being up, I think, are an indication that things have turned. At the corner. One of the biggest things I've noticed is last year, people forgot how to walk through crowds. I never had my feet stepped on or elbowed before. People never given a wide berth yeah, before, and now you're well, back into the crowd. But now people realize you know, how to walk through a crowd without, you know. It's, it's sort of funny, but I was noticing that people were just, you know, you know, they weren't used to being in crowded situations. That's funny. I'm glad to have you on. Just a heads up, we're going to be doing an episode on front of local gaming stores and how they can support the community. So just be prepared. I will be reaching out to you to jump on StreamYard with us. And it'd be probably you and my, my store owner was just sitting here a minute ago, Mike. So be ready. And we've got Trent's kind of leading the show on that, but we'll have notes. And you're going to come and explain how you can build local communities I, and I, support local communities for things like Kings of War, Dead Zone, whatever. Yeah. Because that's ultimately the... They're, it's a symbiotic relationship. We need stores. We need Mantic. We need Pathfinders. We need in, in you know uh, engaged leaders, alpha leaders to, yeah. and you need players. And it's all you got to do. All everybody's got to do their part. Yeah, they do. And, and like I said, we're incredibly lucky. You said his name earlier. John was one of our our first cheerleaders. Well, I mean, stores. you can't have a better evangelist than John. Yeah. Like John is, he's going to give you. Everything he's got all of the time. Yeah. Especially, he's been a real good, I mean, and, and games is, you know, a lot of people, you know, we've been talking most about Kings because, you know, that's the game I play the most. But, uh, he, you know, he got well, He's Dread more Ball. not a Kings guy, right? Yeah, he's really not a Kings guy. He's a guy. sci-fi. He's, he's the one that always, I'm yeah. assuming all these wacky games that he brings here, uh, you have to play them. I can tell you, I played the great-grandfather of his jet bike racing game. Yeah. Probably 30s plus years ago, when we're using. He's not that old though, is he? Oh, he's older than I am, and I'm 56. Wow, I would have thought. Yeah. I didn't think you were 56, but I also didn't think he would be older than that. Yeah, um, he just got remarried. He's got a whole new, a new oh, yeah. of life. Yeah, but he did a precursor of that game. This would have been back. Here's how old it was. I think 40k may have been just in his third ed. So that would have been like 2000? 2000 or late 90s, probably early 90s. Yeah, because I mean, that was third, third, that was the first yeah. 40K I played. And and so and it, it was originally designed for orc buggies, space marine bikes, and Eldar jet bikes. That's fantastic. So cause I've seen him run it here, and I'm going, wait a minute. I recognize that DNA. I've seen these mechanics before. <laughs> Any shout-outs to the store? Who else is really big? Big contributors to the store. At my story now, I got to give a shout out to a couple of people. One uh, guy named Mark Davis. Davis, we talked earlier. Davis is probably our most competitive player. Um, you know, he's Mark he, Davis. The name sounds familiar. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, Was he a Warhammer player? He used to be a Warhammer. Used to be a big 40k player back okay. in the day. All right. Um, yeah, he's be competitive. I mean, he's probably our best competitive player. Um, you know, he's uh, he's really good on that one. And then we've got um, some other returns. But, yeah, Mark's our primary cheerleader other than me at our shop for awesome. Kings War. Well, hope, I hope you have a great weekend. And we'll get you back on. Like I said, we, we, have, we, have, we have plans for you. Well, that's good because, you know, as I said, you know, I have a voice for radio. You do? And then a face for television? No. I have a face for radio as well. <laughs> All right. Hobie, thanks very Thank much you. for coming on, buddy. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on Counter Charge. 
Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at countercharge15, or by commenting on the Countercharge Kings of War podcast Facebook group. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.